this is Connie Wazowski and welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast, the show for wild heart soulpreneurs and change makers in which we dive deep into the exploration of what it means to live a meaningful life. This episode originally aired on my Facebook page as a live stream, but because I find it so useful and valuable, I am publishing it as a podcast episode as well. Thank you so much for listening and now enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up friends? This is Connie from Live Your Heart Out and I'm sending a lot of love and blessings from Boulder, Colorado. Yep, uh, I got in a couple of days ago from LA and I'm here visiting friends for about 10 days or so. Um, I'm living with them. They're also entrepreneurs. They're in the process of actually launching their businesses as I speak. Um, Nicole launched hers uh, very recently and Connor is just about to. I'm actually planning on getting them on the podcast because they have a really cool story to share. Uh, we met in Bali last year, uh, a while ago now, and I've been kind of observing their journey into entrepreneurship and man they're so cool and they're doing a lot of really cool stuff and I just love how passionate they are and dedicated and committed and their journey has been super interesting so yeah watch out for an interview with Nicole and Connor anyway um, I'm just uh, quickly kind of tuning in with you because I want to share a couple of things before I let you dive into today's episode which uh, was a live stream that I did a few days ago in our Live Your Heart Out Tribe uh, Facebook community. And it was so cool and awesome. And that I just, I need to share it with a larger, wider audience uh, here on the podcast. So it's almost a bit of like a special edition um, because, yeah, you should totally come over to our Facebook group. There's a lot of cool stuff happening and uh, really cool interactions people are really engaged and i'm just really happy i started the facebook group um, there's so much love and support and just it's a really safe space and so yeah come on over just uh, go over to facebook look for live your heart out tribe or i'll link to the group in the uh, show notes and yeah so i have a couple of things that i want to let you know, number one, uh, this past weekend, I finally officially opened the doors to the Live Your Heart Out online shop, uh, meaning you can now finally, finally purchase uh, the t-shirts that I've been designing. And uh, it's all gender free because, you know, gender is really just imaginary. Uh, so it's for boys and girls, all unisex. Um, and uh, yeah, it's all designed by me. It's the first t-shirt collection. I have a lot of plans for the Live Your Heart Out uh, movement, for the shop, for our platform, for our tribe. There's, man, I've got ideas coming out of my, ideas coming out of my ears, <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, so the shop is open. Uh, just head on over to liveyourheartout.shop and uh, get your swag on. Um, I'm really excited to finally share this with everybody. I've been wearing the shirts like basically almost every day. I love the shirts. <laughs> and um, finally now uh, everybody else can go and wear them too. 
And yeah, I hope you you like them as much as I do because I think they're pretty epic. <laughs> I'm always open for suggestions, new designs, colors, you know, because like I said, this is the first collection um, and I want to develop these t-shirts with your feedback and what you guys want because this is not just for me. I mean, yeah, I am kind of scratching my own itch with that, <laughs> but uh, this is obviously for you guys. So let me know for sure. And number two, just a quick heads up that next week, I will be launching registration for my Find Your Magic online program. It's a four-week sort of um, online group coaching program to help you discover your calling and um, yeah, tune into your truth and uh, set your soul on fire. It's going to be really epic. We're going to do live calls every week. There's going to be a lot of awesome materials, course materials like worksheets and videos and um, and a community for all of us to get together. Anyway, so just giving a quick heads up so you know what's going on. That's uh, the doors are opening for registration next week. Um, if you want to find out more information beforehand, um, yeah, I'll be probably spreading uh, more details over the next few days on Instagram and my stories and the Facebook group um, and in my newsletter. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, so yeah, those are my two big uh, news. T-shirt shop is open. Find Your Magic is coming. And uh, now I believe it's time for you to dive into, you know, what does it mean to raise your consciousness? How do you actually do it? And what's all that, you know, all that uh, lingo about consciousness? Let's bring it down to earth. <laughs> And uh, I hope you enjoy um, this live stream that I did just a few days ago. I'm, again, sending a lot of love. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in and um, following along on my journey and for being part of the tribe. It really means a lot. I'm just having a little, uh, a little tea session with you all. And we're going to be talking about a topic that... Um, I feel, I don't know, I came up with it, how to raise your consciousness, because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, and it's a concept that I feel like is, it's all up here, you know, consciousness, raising your consciousness, and everybody's talking about it, and I want to bring it down to earth, all right? I like bringing things down to earth. Um, but we've, before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that, uh, what, two things, yes. So on Saturday night before I went to sleep, I pressed publish um, and I launched the Live Your Heart Out online shop. So it's, it's finally open. It's officially open. Uh, you guys can buy my Live Your Heart Out t-shirts, uh, not just this one, but all the other designs as well. Um, so you can go and check it out at liveyourheartout.shop. And uh, it's a very sort of silent launch. Um, so you guys are, I think I first announced it on Instagram in my Instagram stories, but also very, uh, very undercover. Um, I didn't actually say it. I just said, hey, I dare you to swipe up. And then um, a lot of people have and uh, some have already bought the shirt. So that's awesome. So I'm just kind of going, you know, bit by bit. And you guys are number two. Um, oh, actually, number one, officially. Uh, I'm actually talking about it for the first time. Like, the shop's open. You guys can get all the shirts. Um, it's very exciting for me, too, because it's the first time 
to be selling like physical products you know it's uh it's quite it's a little bit intimidating um because yeah i'm just all i can hope for is that everything's going smooth like the whole ordering process and everybody likes the t-shirts and you know there's uh, a lot of yeah just uh variables that i can't control when it comes to a physical product um and so yeah but it's uh the shops it's open so <laughs> go and knock yourself out get the shirts uh let me know how you like them and um yeah wow i don't even know how to talk about this very much um because i'm not really good at selling that stuff yet <laughs> with the marketing lingo and how to sell my t-shirts all i know is that i love my shirts and i wear them all the time like <laughs> i've got all the it's i got four five designs and i basically wear them that's it like i don't wear anything else <laughs> so uh oh yeah marion i saw that you you ordered them as already so that's awesome yeah um so anyway yeah check check out uh check out the website let me know what you think um and it's all under the umbrella of gender free gender neutral so it's all unisex um it's for boys and girls and everything and everybody in between and yeah so this is just the first step i have so many ideas um for the shop and a lot of the gender-free products that i want to design and create um and also uh, this is also like the first generation of shirts um, i have many many ideas of um, how i want to improve the shirts to make them even more gender-free and gender neutral um so this is uh, a big experiment so yeah it would really make me super happy if you guys went and checked it out and left me some feedback um and obviously you know i wouldn't mind if you ordered a shirt or two but anyway that's all i gotta say about this for now um thanks so much guys um <laughs> so yeah number two is that uh in about a week or 10 days or so i'm gonna open the doors to my find your magic the online program i've been talking about it for quite a while and you know i now i keep preaching things and i gotta practice them as well right so what i keep preaching is uh start before you're ready and i'm gonna do the same thing with my online program i'm pretty ready i mean don't get me wrong uh it's uh i've been working on it for a while now but we can be perfectionist about things and we're like, no, I got to do this and this got to be better and whatever. And I'm just like, fuck it. Um, I will be launching the registration in about a week or 10 days. I believe maybe on the 2nd of April, maybe possibly. Um, and so whoever's interested to finally go out and um, uh, discover their calling and live out their purpose and all of that, it's going to be a like four week sort of program we'll do live calls um we'll have a private community uh we there will be like online course content in the form of like videos and worksheets like it's gonna be like i'm putting all my heart and soul into this and i'm really excited it's like uh it's gonna be like a beta launch uh again first generation and uh, i'm really yeah really looking forward to that as well um, I can't wait to see who's going to be joining me in this journey to explore your purpose while you're here on this planet, um, because I believe it's something extremely important and so many people struggle with it. And um, so, yeah, anyway, that's happening. I will fill you guys in more once. Um, yeah, 
doors are actually open to register and to sign up. Mm. And um, that's it for now. Yeah, so I guess we can dive into the topic of today's live session, and uh, which is all about consciousness and um, how to raise your consciousness. And, you know, like I said, it's something that is very much up here in the ether, <laughs> but I want to bring this down back to earth. Um, I like to look at things very closely because you know, we, we use a lot of these terms like consciousness and uh, awareness and awakening and, and whatever. But I like to actually go behind these words and figure out what does it actually mean. So a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, I don't remember, but I was like, okay, consciousness. So what does it actually mean? <laughs> what is consciousness? And, and what does it mean to raise your consciousness? And, and how do you actually do it? I mean, because I feel like I've been doing the work of raising my own consciousness for many years now. And yet I want to be more specific. I want to understand things fully. Uh, I don't just want to talk about it. I don't just want to use the phrases. I actually want to know what I'm talking about and define things and, and feel what they mean and um, so that's just how my brain works and uh, I hope maybe some of your brains work the same and then we can kind of meet on the same level and uh, and see what's up but uh, so yeah that is my main intention with um, this topic today is uh, for one I want to uh, bring some practicality into uh, that sort of big, uh, it's a big word, consciousness, you know, um, and also just kind of be more specific with what we're actually talking about. Because to me personally, this whole ar arena of raising your consciousness, it's, it's, it's super important. Um, and uh, it's something that I talk about a lot. And so here we are. Um, I like, as I looked into and Googled, you know, consciousness and how to raise your consciousness and all of that. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, and I've been to a few Tony Robbins events, as some of you know, and I found actually his definition um, of what consciousness is quite uh, suitable. So he says that consciousness is a measure of uh, what you care about consistently throughout time. Um, so I find that, it, I, I know it's also very general, but for some reason it really resonated with me. Um, the more consciousness we bring into different areas of our lives kind of means that we care about these things more. We shed more light on these areas of our lives. Let it be horizontally, but also vertically going inwards, right? Um, so I believe that, you know, as we move up, uh, in these different levels of consciousness, it's, it is a process of awakening. It's a process of waking up, right? It's, so if I think about before I had my in initiation of raising my consciousness, uh, back in 2012, um, when I had to go through a very difficult time of my life after a breakup, that was like my initiation. I believe a lot of people, they have to experience some sort of initiation. They have to go through a certain, like a trigger, uh, a crisis, a, um, yeah, like a challenging time or whatever, uh, to be initiated 
um, which then kickstarts for a lot of people this journey upwards and also inwards um, into consciousness and raising their consciousness. For some people, I have also met people who don't have to go through shit. Um, it's a little bit rare, I believe. And um, because as we, if we don't feel any pain, we, a lot of us don't grow. And if it's only because we're motivated to grow, a lot of times that's not enough. Right. So think about the people that have really grown and that have really raised their own consciousness in many ways. How have they gotten to that point? A lot of times it's because they had to go through a massive struggle. They had to go through um, a very intense time of their lives. They had to go through maybe it was a breakup or a separation. Maybe they had to go through intense trauma. Maybe they had to go through some health issues. Uh, maybe they had to go through an intense time during their career. Maybe they lost everything. Um, maybe they had some intense family issues. They had to deal with alcoholism, with drugs. Like any one of those um, can lead to an initiation into raising your consciousness um, in a more accelerated way. I would. That's just how I would um, kind of term it, I guess. Um, Exactly, Sandra. It's when everything's going all right and everything, you're just kind of cruising along through life. You know, it's like you don't really have that motivation. You don't have, um, you're not being uh, challenged enough to actually go and grow. Um, and so everything that has happened on my path in terms of personal growth, personal development, my spiritual journey, raising my consciousness, whatever you want to call it, right? I mean, there's so many different ways to express essentially the same thing that I'm going to be uh, talking about more in a bit. Um, but that has happened because I was initiated um, well, about six years ago now. Up until that point, you know, if I look back who I was before that, it was almost as though I was sleepwalking through life. I don't know, maybe you guys can, you can resonate with that. But um, I, I always thought I was a pretty conscious, woke kind of woman, you know, roaming the earth. Um, and then that day happened uh, in 2012. And um, from that moment onwards, you know, the, the further I dug into it and the further I was, you know, on this journey, I realized, holy shit, Connie, you were fucking sleeping your entire life. You thought you had everything figured out. You thought you were super conscious, but actually, you know. <laughs> and now looking back, it was so necessary. And, and, you know, that's why I keep saying life doesn't happen to me, it happens for me. It's because in those times, that's how we grow. And I'm so grateful for what happened back then um, and for that breakup and um, that because... It, uh, it's basically responsible for so many things, you know, that have happened since then. And, you know, actually, a few years later, I wrote a letter to uh, my ex-girlfriend. Um, and she and I, I told her, I said, hey, you know, I just want to express my gratitude to you. 
Um, I want to say thank you for being such a massive teacher in my life. It wasn't easy. That breakup was like one of the hardest things ever that I had to experience, but it was so necessary. And I just want to say thank you um, for allowing me to grow in that way. I couldn't see it back then because I was in so much pain. Um, but I just want to let you know that here I'm in this space now with myself and and um, and it was yeah we actually met up after that and had a really uh, beautiful catch up and now we're uh, we're not like friends friends but she's in Australia but uh, we have a lovely connection you know and uh, just to be able to do that and actually say hey thank you you know it was painful but I needed that my soul needed that I needed that to to raise my consciousness I needed that and so to see it in that way and in that light yeah Jill um, beautiful um, so so that's that and and then on the other hand also and and that's a journey that has been uh, super intense as well it's it's not just an an awakening from being asleep but it's also an awakening waking up from all of that conditioning right that we've been exposed to especially when we were growing up as children and um you know, when it comes to limiting beliefs, when it comes to what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad, all of these these uh, sort of conventional ways of doing life um, that we learn as we go through life. And um, it's awaken, an, an awakening from that, you know, it's an, it's a, it's a, a way to um, start to question everything, you know, the ways that we're taught to do anything, um, you know, let it be, how do we do work, you know, uh, we question the nine to five, we start to question, is this everything? Uh, we start to question the way we eat, you know, uh, how we, you know, <laughs> gosh, I mean, I've gone through some, uh, an intense awakening and um, consciousness raising process when it comes to my diet, when it comes to health in general, when it comes to sleeping and um, the way I do everything and anything, you know, like for just one small example, we're taught to work sitting in a chair. And I was like, but that I don't like sitting in a chair all the time when I work because I'm not creative and productive enough. So I started, I questioned that conditioning and so I started working more standing up you know I start you know and just getting to a place where we realize okay this is all programming and uh, and we can actually question everything that we do the way we dress like you know you can question why do we even wear clothing you know and if, if you wanted to go further than that you just wouldn't wear any clothing <laughs> Um, but I'm just using that as an example. I mean, there's many people who question why do we wear shoes and, you know, the barefoot movement where people just walk barefoot. There's so many of them here in California because you don't really need shoes here because it's always kind of warm, even if, when it's wintertime, right? So all of that, that's, that's waking up. It's, it's, um, that is raising your consciousness. It's becoming conscious of limiting beliefs of any sort of belief, you know, and it can also be positive beliefs. Um, and just any way, shape or form that we've been programmed, that's, that's uh, raising your consciousness. <laughs> your kids hate wearing clothes, yeah. Um, raising your consciousness also means healing trauma. 
And when I talk about healing trauma, I don't just mean your own trauma, like things that happened to you during your own lifetime. I'm talking about also ancestral trauma. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the theory, I guess, that says uh, we carry trauma from our past seven generations, right? So today is who I am, and I've probably already healed a lot of that ancestral trauma from my ancestors, you know? But uh, I'm carrying trauma, or you're carrying trauma from seven generations back from our great, 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 great grandmother and father. Imagine that, that's hundreds of years um, that we pass on trauma over, or over generations, um, and also not just emotional trauma, but physical trauma, disease, you know how they say, uh, um, yeah, well, uh, there's cancer in my family or there's diabetes in my family. I'm like, it's not genetics. It's, uh, that's a lot of times it's, it's energetic trauma, you know, that's being passed on in the form of disease. Um, but, uh, and, and one, one way that, um, I feel like I'm raising consciousness, not just for myself, but for my whole family and, and for hopefully my offspring that I'm going to have one day, I like to have children. Actually, one of the reasons is because I've been doing all this work now and, and healing my trauma, healing ancestral trauma. And so I kind of want to pass that on because it means that there will be less trauma in the children that I will be raising. You know, they don't have to go through that process themselves. And, um, and so, and that's, I also like to think of raising consciousness in ways of thinking in, in greater terms, not just about me. I'm thinking about, you know, the offspring that I might have about, I'm thinking about like future generations and I'm thinking about the generations that have been before me. So it's, it's raising consciousness is, is also going from this very ethnocentric way of being and thinking and perceiving the world, meaning just me, you know, and me and my happiness and my fulfillment to, um, to the world, to our history, to our future, to, you know, all of that, to, to not just humans, but to animals, you know, that's one reason why I'm vegan. I'm like, I care about animals. <laughs> For me, being, for me being vegan, not to say that this is like the end all perfect thing to be, for me personally, yes it is, because for me it is a way to raise my consciousness. Because I care about not just humans, I care about animals, I care about everything out there. It's also caring about the environment, obviously, that's another way to raise our consciousness. Um, it's, it's caring about, and when we come back to more the ethnocentric self, it's caring about our body and our health and making sure that we put good food and healthy, clean food into our bodies um, because it has an effect on you know, our energies in, in every shape or form, not just our health, but our emotions and like everything we put in. Um, the people we surround ourselves with. Um, it's, it's bringing consciousness into that as well. It's who are the people that I surround myself with? What energies do they have? What about toxic relationships? Um, it's, it's all of that. It's becoming aware of being aware. And I, found, I find that so beautiful. When just take a moment with this concept of and that's, that's what distinguishes us humans from you know, any other species out there is we can become aware of being aware. I love that. Just feel into it for a second. Hmm. <sighs> Just breathing. 
Um, yeah, fully aware right now that I'm connected to all of you guys all over the place. And that's super beautiful. I mean, holy shit, just being conscious of that is so wonderful. And that is raising consciousness as well, is really tuning into that present moment right now of what's happening. And we forget that all the time, basically, right? But right here, right now, I'm bringing consciousness into the fact that I'm sitting here talking to you guys, being connected to you guys energetically. We are connected energetically right now. And raising consciousness to me also means shedding layers and bringing light in like shedding layers, what's been covering our essence and bringing light to our essence. Do you know what I mean? Meaning all this conditioning, everything that we take on as we grow up, everything that we take on through the media and school and what we're taught and society and all of that. And then we take on ideas of who we think we are through how other people perceive us, right? That's what we do. <laughs> um, but it's that process of raising our consciousness is to shed all of these layers, like an onion, right? And we dig deeper, 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 deeper to then arrive at the at this essence, that core of who we really are. Yes, Elsa, it's illusions, like just disillusioning ourselves. And to then be able to see us, ourselves, who we really are. And when I say, step into your truth, live your truth, what I mean by that, or my, I have one shirt coming back to my t-shirts. <laughs> I have one that says, do you, you know, when I say, hey, do you, you know, I do me, you do you. What I mean is connect to your essence, shed all of these layers, step into your truth, live your truth, meaning live from your core, become who you really are, become someone who you've always been. It's just been buried underneath a lot of those beliefs and conditionings and ideas of blah, you know, all of that. But it's been there all along, you know? And so I believe life and raising our consciousness and our journey into consciousness and into personal growth and development is all about that. It's just shedding all of that shit and, uh, and digging into what's been there the whole time. And that's so beautiful, isn't it? To just kind of think about it in that way. Does that resonate, guys? And another concept that I've been thinking about is that having lived in quite a lot of developing countries, I don't even want to call them developing countries. I hate all these terms like third world, developing country, blah, blah. But you know what I mean? I've lived in, you know, Central South America and Bali for years. I've traveled all over the world and I've always kind of had this issue with, you know, this inequality that we um, that we see everywhere and how you know a lot of people here in our Western world are so 
you know, we're occupied with personal growth and with, you know, raising consciousness and uh, having healthy lifestyles when at the same time there's so many people in other parts of the planet that are struggling to stay alive because, you know, they don't have enough food. And, and so that has always been something that's been in the back of my head, just kind of always nagging, 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 nagging. Something that I've thought about so much over and over again. It's like, can I give myself permission to really um, live out my desire for for spiritual growth, for for personal development, for raising my consciousness and, and all of that, and drinking my green juices, you know? When at the same time, there's all these other people suffering, you know? And so... I guess by reading through a lot of literature and familiarizing myself with a lot of philosophies out there, and like I said, I read a lot, um, I'm really into digging down into all of these questions that I have um, and finding answers to them. I, my brain, that's just how my brain's conditioned, <laughs> I guess, is that I always want to find answers. Um, I have all these questions. I've always had all these questions and my whole life. And I've always been looking for answers. I've always questioned everything. And so with regards to this dilemma that I've had, you know, when it comes to these inequalities, I'm like, now why is this, you know? And I found this the theory of the eight the, those eight levels of consciousness, um, and then there's other theories of the the four category of consciousness by Ken Wilber, and so there's all these different theories out there. But one that resonates with me is, and it also relates to the hierarchy of needs by Maslow. So I really encourage you guys to go out and familiarize yourself with these concepts because it. For one, it's super fascinating, but also by familiarizing yourself with these concepts, that's also a way to raise your consciousness. By reading literature or, or digging into philosophers who wrote about this and, you know. But anyway, coming back to my point of these different levels of consciousness and with regards to the inequalities in the world and, and, um, and what we're occupied with, um, it's that when we kind of look at a lot of the countries around the world that are still struggling with very basic necessities, food, uh, shelter, uh, water, uh, uh, procre procreation, um, and they have to, their main worry every day is how can I get enough money together to feed my family? And uh, actually that, that focus doesn't just exist in these poorer countries, that focus also exists in our Western countries because so many out there, and I know a lot of you as well, are stuck in places in their lives, in jobs or whatever they're doing that they can't get out of because they're so worried about making enough money to make their ends meet um, that they can't actually put enough of their focus and energy and consciousness into things like personal growth or a healthy lifestyle because the focus, the number one thing that we worry about is to fulfill our need for food and shelter and all of that. And if, if, if we're preoccupied with that, we're, it's almost like we're stuck in this, this basic level, right? And I know what that feels like too, um, because I've been there in, in several uh, times of my life where the number one thing is getting, getting the money in. 
you know, and and uh, having enough money for to pay for uh, my apartment, for food, and you know, like the the necessities, and and that is th those are the basic needs that we have as humans, and as long as we're occupied with those, it's very difficult to find enough headspace and heart space and just generally space in our lives to deal with um, raising our consciousness and to occupy ourselves with things that are beyond that. And so um, as we move up in this ladder though, or in the pyramid, or there's all these different, the spiral, there's all these different theories. I, I love theories, it's awesome. But anyway, so there's many different ways to explain the same thing. And so a lot of people in poorer countries, but also in the Western world, they're stuck in that basic, um, in that basic uh, level, right? Level number one. And, uh, and also like when people say, oh, there's so many more people who've got ADHD and depression and whatever, like these modern sort of uh, issues to deal with, um, that's also because we're, uh, most of us, we don't have to just focus anymore on, you know, meeting our basic needs, right? And so now there's all this space that we can use in our head and in our lives, you know, during our days and whatever, to occupy ourselves with different things, uh, like, you know, lifestyle stuff, or the question such as the meaning of life. That is a question that when you're occupied with making your ends meet and, and meeting your basic needs, you don't think about the meaning of life. You got other shit to worry about, okay? And that's, and, 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 um, and that's what kind of gave me a little bit of peace at heart is that, okay, um, I, we, I don't know if we're lucky enough, but uh, humans don't evolve at the same speed up, of that, up that ladder, right? We go at different speeds. That's just how it is. Um, and nothing, no speed is better than another. But the ones that are a little bit further ahead, maybe because um, they don't have to worry too much on their basic needs anymore, um, they then have the need, and that's a very natural need. And that was something that also gave me more peace, is that it's very natural to have that need for self-actualization. It's very natural to then have these questions coming up and the, the need to answer the question after what's the purpose of life? How can I express myself fully? How can I live my truth? How can I find my calling? It's a very, very, um, very natural evolution in our consciousness. Or also, yeah, getting into minimalism, Sandra, absolutely. Um, and uh, that is also a way of raising your consciousness, absolutely. And it's also a very natural way. We're, I believe we're in so many ways, we are going back to, we're going back to basics actually, in, in, a, in a sense, you know? It's like the last you know, few hundred years, we've been expanding in a way because of the industrialization and uh, we've been able to kind of produce so many things in, in, in greater capacities. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, a lot of people have accumulated a lot and, um, and they started to only eat processed foods and they started to eat all these or take all these tablets and Tylenol and aspirin and antidepressants, right? And so now I feel like we're at a point where we're actually going back to nature. We're going back to basics. We're going back to, you know, getting rid of all that shit that we've accumulated. We are going back to eating more clean veggies and fruits and things that are not as processed 
we're going back to healing ourselves with nature, you know, by like me drinking a ginger turmeric tea, you know, that's going back rather than taking, I don't know, some weird multivitamin that is mostly processed and, and chemicals. Um, and so, uh, so in that way, we're going back to basics. That's what I'm trying to say. And that in itself is kind of raising our consciousness too. And we're going back to Mother Earth. We're becoming more aware, more conscious of our connection to nature, to Mother Earth and all of that, right? Like, I'm not interested in, in putting artificial shit into my body anymore because I've been realizing more and more just how connected I am to my body and, and, and nature and real alive plants, things that are alive, I just love veggies and fruits that are alive, like, wow, all these colors and beautiful and fresh and they smell and they, 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 when, you know, you can actually touch them and rather than going out and buying something that's been processed and in a factory and, you know, so yeah, that's that. And then also realizing that Whenever we create a problem or whenever there's a problem created in our lives. Nope, I want to say we create the problem because otherwise we victimize ourselves. Um, but as in, we cannot solve a problem at the level of consciousness that it was created. And I don't remember who said that, but think about it. We cannot solve a problem at the same level of consciousness as it was created. We have to raise our consciousness to solve problems. It, we have to. Because otherwise it just keeps coming back and we won't find the solution. We, keep, we, we, we basically stay stuck. When people say, I'm stuck, it's, it means that they are staying at the same level of consciousness. They're not expanding. They're not growing. And when we talk also about growing pains growing pains, very beautiful pains, because it is usually not uh, very comfortable to grow. <laughs> because it means we have to face our fears, or we have to deal with pain, we have to, you know, connect to our shadow parts. And that means that there might be more pain, and maybe more fear. And that those are the growing pains, but it's actually good, because that's how we expand, right? More, bigger, bigger, right? Ooh. And then we get to that next level of consciousness. And then we can kind of, you know, chill along and everything's kind of good again until we reach that next level. So on each level, there is going to be growing pains. So another thing that I fully believe in that, and, and that has just been my experience is that there is no end destination. We keep on going and then we reach that next level. And as we slowly reach it, yes, we have to leave our comfort zone, but not just that, it's literally growing pains. And once we get through that, that's when we get to the next level. And then we're like, okay, finished, done. But that's not the case. Life's not about that. Life is not a destination. Life is about learnings up until the day we die. Life is about growing. Life is all about raising our consciousness up until the day we die. And so things might be going smooth and, you know, which is cruising along until the next thing comes along that wants to help us grow. It's all just helping us grow. 
So there's more growing pain, maybe more challenges, more fears to face, you know, more pain to embrace until we go through that. And then we, we get to the next level of consciousness. And it's just, that's just how it goes. And yes, thank God there is no end to it, Sandra. Absolutely. So another question that I had was that I kind of, I was like, yo, universe, what's up? So got this question. Why even bother, right? <laughs> like, why give a shit? Why, why should I be raising my consciousness over and over again? And it's like, yo, give me some answers. That's kind of how I talk to the universe or to the greater whatever, energy, power, grace, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it God or... Um, and it said... That's what I received anyway. <laughs> it's really all, it's not, for one, it is about me, yes. But it's, it's really all about everything. And I'm just a piece in the puzzle. And when I keep talking about the ripple effect, whatever work I do on myself, whatever consciousness that I develop within myself, the ripple effect says... I touch all these people as I go through life. I impact all these people through me just being a human being, doing my thing, you know, going to the coffee shop and stuff, but also through my work. And so the more I do that, the more people I touch and impact and the more the collective level of consciousness is raised, right? So we as individuals, it is important to do the work because it has an effect on everybody. And our consciousness and that level of consciousness has an effect on the consciousness collectively all around the world. And that has an effect on future generations. And I find that so fascinating that once I got out of my fucking tiny head and space and out of my you know, feeling sorry for myself, the victim of suffering through life and depression and breakups and health issues and whatnot. And once I was able to expand that to, okay, I get it. There's a point to all of this. And so um, in the end, the more we rise up right i love how like here in the states a lot of times say rise up you know and the more we get in touch with ourselves and the more conscious we get the more we also embrace in this process through different practices and all that i'm going to talk about that in a little bit but we actually we feel more love towards ourselves we feel more love to other people we cultivate more kindness kindness to ourselves kindness to other people now, what does that do? Then there's more people being kind and then that spreads, you know, and then hopefully eventually one day, who knows in how many thousands of years, but then there will just be kindness everywhere and love and oneness. And that is the ultimate level of consciousness. And I believe that's why all of this exists, why we're here in the first place is to get to a place of oneness. And if 
I really recommend all of you to go and read Neil Donald Walsh's book, Conversations with God. You don't have to believe in God to read it. It doesn't fucking matter. I read it when I was just like, I'm totally not in line with a lot of religious concepts, but it doesn't have anything really to do with that. But it's such a beautiful book because it also really explains a lot of these concepts that I'm talking about right now. But as we are going about our daily lives right now and being very unconscious, you know, before, as we're still sleepwalking, we experience life as like, like I'm separate from you, like I'm separate from you guys. But that's just not true because at the end of it, as you raise your consciousness, you don't just understand the concept, but you actually feel that you are connected to everything and everybody and not just to humans, but to planet Earth, to animals, to plants, everything. And so in that way, um, yes, we are all connected, but we're all one. And I've had experiences in my life uh, in meditations and just while having amazing experiences where I felt that very, very strongly. And, um, and that's why I believe it's possible that we can all get there. It's a long process, obviously, but th that's the whole point of putting all of these humans and people on the planet, you know, because our souls, we have some work to do here, yeah? And so once we, you know, there's, there's, as we raise our consciousness, more kindness, more love, um, we raise our vibration, we raise our frequency, energetically, because in the end it's all energy, everything's energy, I'm energy, I don't really exist, I'm just energy, I'm just really dense energy, right? Like. My t-shirt doesn't really exist. It's just really dense energy. Um, but as we raise our frequencies, as we raise our energies, you know, from, from uh, I don't know, there's, you know, all these feelings of anger and hate and, and uh, fear and jealousy and shame raising up on the ladder towards love and peace and freedom and kindness and passion and joy. That's what I cultivate every fucking day in my uh, meditations. That's what I practice. So that I can not just feel it in my meditations, but all throughout the day. And so as we practice that more, as we cultivate that more, as we raise our consciousness more, that means there's, and, and that is literally, and I'm not kidding when I say this, but this is part of my mission with everything that I do and with live your heart out and with everything is I, I want to ease the suffering on this planet. And as we all raise our consciousness, as we, as I try to raise my own consciousness and that, you know, raises my vibration. So, and then I try to help other people. Or I inspire them to raise their consciousness, raises their vibration. Now, what's the end effect is that there's going to be less suffering, less pain, less people feeling depressed. Less, less people walking, being sleepwalkers. Gabriella, you're asking the how question, right? It's the first step into to actually getting there is to tuning into the why and actually finding that connection. It's not about how to cultivate joy. It's about finding that joy that's already within you. It's connecting to that joy.
I find it through so many things. I find it through my meditations. I find it through just gratitude. Like every single day you tune into gratitude. Every single day you tune into being in love with life and you feel into how that feels like. And you, even if you don't know what it feels like right now, remember what it felt like when you felt it before. It's helping other people. That's cultivating joy for me too. Contributing to other people's lives, being helpful. It's actually figuring out what, like, first you gotta connect to yourself and figuring out what your truth is and what it means to cultivate joy. Don't, like, there's so many ways to do it, but don't look at how other people do it. Find, you've got all those answers within you, but it's so funny that we're conditioned in a way to be like, yeah, but how do I do it? How do you do it? But it's like, no. Why don't we first connect ourselves, find that access to our intuition, to our to to that what's already there, and then find it there. And you know, in the end, like yeah, of course, going out there and raising our consciousness and we're all becoming one and whole and all of that, awesome, but bringing it down back to earth, right? Because that's what I'm all about. <laughs> Um, for me, it's really also about becoming the creators of our lives. Actually, being someone who is not just kind of, I don't know, a victim to our circumstances or to whatever is just kind of happening in my life, you know, that because I don't believe in luck or like being fortunate or just, you know, I believe that we can cultivate our own power as creators while we're alive in, in, in any area of our lives. Let it be in our relationships and our careers and our businesses, in our own spirituality and whatever we want. I believe it's all possible. We have that potential within us, but we just don't, we're not taught to get access to it. That's kind of what, it's just part of our lives, it's what we have to learn. And the more you raise your consciousness and you try out, you know, different spiritual paths and, you know, all these different ways to figure out your truth, that gets you closer to becoming the creator. And so the next question is, now how do we do it, right? <laughs> like. Gabriella was saying, how, how do I cultivate joy? How do I do it? <laughs> and um, I think it's, uh, it starts, everything starts with becoming aware that we are aware. It's, coming, it's becoming aware of our own consciousness, becoming aware of our own awareness. It's about, it's becoming aware of what's going on, becoming aware of our thoughts. Like the day that I realized, years ago now, but the day that I realized, holy shit, this is just like a radio station. This is not actually the truth, what's going on in my head. It's just a voice. It's just a voice. It's just conditioned. It's just a radio station that's been picking up all sorts of information and programs throughout the years, and especially as a child until the age of seven. So it's, it's, it's a software program, really. So becoming aware of that. Becoming aware of your emotions, of your feelings as they present themselves. 
most of us have no fucking connection to their emotions and to their feelings as they come up. We push them away, especially when they're negative ones. And that's actually a, uh, a judgment in itself because feelings, emotions as they are, they're neither good nor bad. That's just us putting a label on it, on an experience. So it's becoming aware of everything that's going on within us and then also becoming aware of everything that's going on outside of us. Becoming aware of other people, how they're feeling, becoming aware of their emotions, their energies. It's becoming aware of our own blueprint, becoming aware of our values, of all these beliefs, positive beliefs, but especially becoming aware of our limiting beliefs, becoming aware of all everything that we've been programmed. Becoming aware of our fears, becoming aware of our traumas, just just shedding light into all these different areas of our lives. And that in itself creates a deeper connection to ourselves. That in itself um, is a beautiful way to raise consciousness. Maybe not a comfortable way. No one ever said it was going to be comfortable or easy, guys. <laughs> but it's fucking worth it. Let me tell you. It's so worth it. I'm so glad I'm here today, aware and conscious. You know? Rather than being back there six, seven years ago where, the, yeah, you know, I was cruising along, but I was sleepwalking. I don't want to go back to that. Holy shit, no. So it's really also becoming aware of a lot of blind spots and these shadows that ugh, we don't really want to get in touch with. That's why it's called shadow work. <laughs> it's like you shed light onto all these beautiful shadows and you bring them into the light. And then it's light work. And then people... We go from being a shadow worker to being a light worker. And we help other people to shed light onto their shadows. And like, as I mentioned earlier, it is about, you know, raising consciousness in all of these different areas of our lives. It's about questioning, you know, how, how we work, questioning the nine to five, questioning sitting in a fucking office every day. It's about questioning our educational system. It's about questioning what we learn at school. I would never, ever go back to university again if I could choose again today. I would use my, the six years of my life in a way more efficient, productive, growing way. Um, but uh, yeah, question everything. Question marriage. I question gender. I question relationships. Does it have to be monogamous? Do we have to get married? Why do I have to, I'm a gay person. Why do I have to get married just like all the other straight people out there? Do I have to? Do I actually really want to? I might want to. I might want to, like, but I want to question it first. I want to see, is this actually my truth? It might be, but maybe it's not. But first we got to look behind it, right? And it's only by questioning that we can then actually come up with our own rules. Like now with, you know, with the gender-free live your heart out t-shirt collection. I'm just like, well, fuck gender roles. Fuck t-shirts for men and women. I want, I want everything to be unisex. That's making up my own rules. Or screw the nine to five. Screw sitting in an office. Screw working for somebody else. I want to make my own rules. I want to decide when I work, where I work, how much I work, what I work on, how I change the world. I don't want to 
you know, um, work on someone else's dream. I want to make my own rules. But you cannot do that if you don't first become conscious of what's going on and of all the conventions and all the conditionings. And so one of the best ways to uh, one of the first steps, I believe, that people need to take is stop watching TV, stop watching Netflix, stop reading the news, stop all of that shit. Because that's infiltrating deep into your consciousness. That's going straight into your subconscious, all of that shit that you're taking in. I, I don't really do that shit at all. I barely ever watch Netflix. I just, I don't want to spend my 24 hours of the day watching TV shows that are suggesting ideas towards me that I might not, I just don't want to deal with it. I'd rather watch an awesome documentary or listen to podcasts or watch awesome YouTube channels and where I can actually learn something. I don't want to have to be in a place where I have to turn my brain off. Like so many people say, oh, yeah, I just need that to turn off, you know? I'm like, well, what do you need to turn it off from? Maybe you want to go in there and see what's going on, that you need to turn it off and then watch something stupid on Netflix or on TV or read the shitty news. You know, I don't have to turn something off. You know, I don't have to take my brain on holiday on Netflix. <laughs> I just never have that desire, like very rarely. And when I do it, it's very intentional highly intentional. You can do everything. You can drink alcohol intentionally. You can smoke marijuana. I have no issue with obviously smoking weed and things like that, but there's a place for it with intention. And then there's a place to kind of abuse it or to distract ourselves. There's a place to watch Netflix intentionally. And then there's a way to use it to distract ourselves. Does that make sense? And so um, also on this journey of raising our consciousness is, you know, we get to a place of um, where you have to take responsibility for anything that happens in your life. You cannot point the finger outside of you and be like, you make me unhappy. <laughs> it's your fault that this happened to me. Like, that's just bullshit. Once you get to that, you know, eventually you reach that level of consciousness, you're like, nah, that just doesn't, that just doesn't do it anymore. Because that's bullshitting yourself. It's, that's a victim mindset. That's the scarcity mindset. Blaming other people, blaming the world, blaming politicians, blaming the me. Like, as much as I am aware and conscious of their responsibility, yeah, and all of that, but I still wanted to take my own responsibility for it. And for everything that happens in my life. Even, let's say, with childhood stuff, you know, of course, my parent, you know, there's things that just didn't quite maybe go right. But at the same time, I don't want to blame them for the rest of my life. I'm like, no, I'm going to take responsibility for anything that happened to me, even if I was three years old and I couldn't have made that decision or I, could, I was not in a place to make conscious decisions. But I want to take responsibility today as an adult who is conscious and aware. And I can take responsibility for anything that's going on inside of me and my feelings and for all my triggers. I take responsibility for my anger issues. And I did that years ago and I dealt with them. I take responsibility of my own jealousy. I take all of it. And so... 
we become more conscious in all these different areas because we realize that it, that's very low frequency blaming other people criticizing other people judging other people like oh man like it just me for me personally it's super boring I want to grow, I want to learn, I want to support people, I want to bring light to the world, you know? I find nothing more boring than criticism and judgment and like looking at my neighbor's garden and looking over the fence and looking at what they're doing and judging what they're doing. I just, ah, this is such a waste of time. Focus on yourself, focus on what you're doing, focus on helping, focus on contributing, focus on giving, focus on sharing and supporting. Um, and the next thing is then also in terms of the how if you want to raise your consciousness is like becoming really conscious of you know what you eat and conscious of your own energy conscious of your health like tuning in with your body every day tuning in with where am I at how's my health can I improve my health can I does my what, what does my body need right now what does my heart need right now? Self-care is huge in raising your consciousness. We also always have to first put that oxygen mask on ourselves first before helping anyone else. We cannot raise the consciousness of this planet if we don't first raise our own consciousness, right? I cannot help someone else's pain if I haven't healed my own pain yet. It just doesn't work like that. Also becoming conscious in our relationships let it be with our family, let it be with our friends, let it be with our partners, becoming conscious of communication, guys, and that's a big one. Becoming aware and conscious of how we communicate, what words do we use? Am I constantly saying you, you, you? Am I bl constantly blaming? Or am I practicing nonviolent communication? And that was a huge game changer for me once I started um, familiarizing myself with nonviolent communication, Marshall Rosenberg and his work and um, his videos and his books. And the other day, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw it, that I posted um, about how I use the words like fuck and shit and bullshit and all that. Um, and that's me making up my own rules, by the way. I'm like, I'm not conforming to, you know, this thing that all these very spiritual people sort of promote is that it's a bad thing to say fuck. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think it's a beautiful word. It just depends on your intention. I would never say to someone who stands in front of me, fuck you. Or you're shit. Like that's, that's, a, that's one way to use those words. But I would never do that. I use it more in a way that's connected to my heart. And I think that's beautiful. So yeah, and then generally raising your consciousness is about focusing on learning. It's about focusing on growing. And you can do that in so many ways. I mean, yes, of course, reading books, listening to podcasts, doing courses offline, online, going to events, workshops. There's so many ways to go and learn. I learn every single day and I never stop. And I love it. And uh, I can just sometimes literally feel how my consciousness is rising because of that and it's also really important to be conscious of the stress in your life and the anxiety that you feel because if you feel a lot of stress if you feel anxious about a lot of things 
you can't be present. You can't really be in the present moment. You can't be... It's almost impossible to be stressed and anxious and in the present moment at the same time. But the more we are in the present moment, the more conscious we are, the more grounded we are. So always find ways also to ground yourself, ground yourself to Mother Earth, touch Mother Earth, go for walks in nature, meditation, breathing. And lastly, you know, one of the big hows to raise your own consciousness and the consciousness of the planet is to go out and connect to your calling, to your purpose, and then go out and live it and express it. It's about helping others with the work that you do. Helping others through, um, how do I say, through helping others through making a living at the same time, combining the two. Serving others with something, by creating something that's greater than yourself. That is following your calling as well. It's focusing on others more than just focusing on yourself. It's not just about, oh, I want to be a digital nomad. I want to travel the world. That's super egocentric. But about, hey, how can I use this freedom that I have now, being able to be anywhere and work anywhere and run my own business to serve others? That's serving. And so, of course, you know, in terms of practices, um, there's so many ways. And I keep repeating myself when I say, sit your ass down and meditate <laughs> every day. RPM, rise, pee, meditate. Get up in the morning, go to the bathroom, come back, sit down in your bed, on the floor, wherever, meditate. Doesn't matter. Three minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, however long. But connect to yourself. That's the first, the first step into becoming conscious is actually tuning in with yourself. Tuning in with, you know, as you sit there, you tune in with maybe the birds or the traffic outside or whatever it is. But just becoming conscious of that, of that present moment and of yourself. For me personally, yoga has been, man, just a huge game changer in terms of my own consciousness. When it comes to my body, when it comes to moving my body, when it comes to different spiritual practices and uh, yoga for me was just like this rabbit hole, you know, into all these other different arenas of raising my consciousness and, and my spiritual journey and uh, having a healthy lifestyle and caring about my body. And I really encourage you and, you know, when I say learning and growing, but I part of that is going out and not just reading anything, but, you know, embrace uh, the study of, you know, spiritual teachings. Embrace the study of, you know, people who wrote books about raising your consciousness and, and different philosophies and, um, and all of that. I have a massive book list on liveyourheartout.co slash books that you can download. Um, but really make it a practice, a study. Study it. Study consciousness in all its different shapes or forms. And I was saying uh, RPM. Rise, pee, meditate. RPM. And then, guys, we got to do our shadow work. We just, just got to do it. <laughs> uh, we got to look at what's, what we don't want to feel, what we rather keep hiding. 
through therapy, through coaching, through, you know, there's so many ways to do it these days. There's a lot of modalities, a lot of healing modalities. Um, but to look at our childhood stuff and our traumas and our limiting beliefs and the stories that we keep repeating and telling ourselves, all these patterns and, yeah, just um, becoming more conscious of all of these areas in our lives. Um, I recently, I'm always, I'm all about trying out different things to raise my own consciousness because I just, just love doing that. And uh, I, like in February, I went to Ecuador. I was working with a shaman with plant medicine. That was one hell of a consciousness raise right there. That was a massive upgrade. Um, I recently went to a holotropic breath work event, a workshop uh, last Monday in LA. That was amazing. That was consciousness raising, like fuck, oh my goodness, that was, wow. Um, you can go out and do energy work, get in touch with your energies, energy healing, theta healing, Reiki, so many ways. Um, get familiar with people like Dr. Joe Dispenza or Bruce Lipton, also really awesome. Uh, also a lot of Buddhist teachers like Pema Chodron, um, gosh, there's so many out there. And uh, make sure that you check in with the people in your life. What's their level of consciousness? Because we are the result of the five people we spend most of our times with. And if you surround yourself with people whose level of consciousness is down in the basement, and they're still worried about meeting their basic needs, then you're gonna, you, you, you're being held back. You're holding yourself back, taking responsibility. You're holding yourself back. So make sure that the people you surround yourself with are people that support you also in raising your consciousness because they are conscious of their own consciousness. And so um, as more of us tune into and connect to our higher self, right? The more, the, the collective, all of us around the world and all the generations that are yet to come, they will be more conscious, they will be more aware. And as such, that's how humanity begins to rise. That's, that's how it goes. And we start with ourselves. And that's, in essence, in just about a bit more than an hour, how I believe we can raise our consciousness. <laughs> so that's it, my friends. So I got, if you guys have any questions now, I know there was quite a lot of comments. I'll read through all of the comments later. Um, I couldn't keep up with them as I was talking. Um, but yeah, if you get, if there's anything else you want to contribute now or share now, um, let me know. Anne, yeah, maybe it's not so easy in a village, but that's the beauty of this connected world we live in through the internet, just how we can connect with um, amazing people wherever we are, even if you live in a place where you're not surrounded by these kind of people. Um, and it's so important to find this tribe and to find your village of conscious people, let it be offline or online. And that's why I just love um, our communities because you know, here in our Facebook group, it might just be a Facebook group, but it's way more than that, guys. We're connecting together. We're connecting our energies together. We're raising our own consciousness, helping each other raise our consciousness by every post that goes in there, uh, by connecting with each other here in a Facebook live. That in itself is consciousness raising. 
And I'm just so grateful that you guys are interested in, in me sharing all of this, that you guys are interested in, you know, anything related to consciousness. Like, that's amazing. Um, I really want to just say thank you and congratulate you because it's, that's big. Like, I'm just, I'm so happy that I have, you know, created, no, I don't even want to say I created it, but that I have radiated my energies to, to gather people like you all um, that I can hang out with and talk to in this way. And you guys get me. Like, you guys are my fucking homies. Like, you get me. And that's amazing. Like, you, you know, some just tuned in and out of this Facebook Live. Some hung out for maybe a few minutes. And then there's some of you, you guys been hanging in there the entire time. And that's uh, so beautiful. And... Um, I'm gonna, what am I gonna do now? Uh, I have a lot of stuff to do, <laughs> actually. Um, it is finishing now, which, uh, Tanya, Sydney time, is, it should be 7 a.m. Sydney time. Maybe we got it all mixed up because we had, um, you know, people were changing their clocks and stuff like that all over the world. But uh, we, we are actually finishing up now. I've been speaking for about uh, an hour and almost 20 minutes. And, uh, hey, Kayla, what's up? Uh, yeah, I can post it in the group. Um, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, I have a few really awesome little resources, actually, on, um, like, graphics and, um, and charts and stuff like that that I'll put in the group. Maybe I'll just compile also, like, a blog post um, soon um, with some resources. And yeah, I just, I want to talk about this, this stuff more. It's, it's, I find it super exciting and fascinating and I uh, can't get enough of learning more about, you know, how we humans work and how consciousness works and, and, you know, um, yeah, that's it, my friends. Um, so grateful for all of you. Uh, I'm going to just repeat this because I'm so excited. T-shirts guys. The online shop is officially open. Liveyourheartout.shop. <laughs> That's the website address. Uh, go and get your t-shirts uh, and send me photos or publish them on like Instagram. I want to see other people wear my shirts because I wear them all the time. <laughs> I have like three of or four of these ones of Live Your Heart Out and um, got you know all the other designs obviously. So I want to see other people wear my shirts. Uh, so go head over and get some. Hey, Tanya. Yeah, definitely listen to the recording. Um, yes, today was very special, Sandra, for sure. Um, and I will read through all of your comments uh, later on and, um, and tune into that. So, uh, yeah, stay connected, guys. Um, and we'll talk soon. I will. <laughs> I'll put I'll put a couple links in the comments. All right, check back soon. Um, yes. What? Okay, Julia. Yeah. Uh, go to Amazon and just look for his books. And I would just choose one that resonates with you. He's got three main books: Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, and his latest one is Becoming Supernatural, and that's w one of the best books I've ever read in my life. But you might want to start out with a book that he wrote before that. Mm -hmm. 
I'm personally, so, uh, cause Kirsten is asking about the size, I'm uh, 1 meter 77 centimeters, so that's 5'11 in inches, and I'm wearing a large, but uh, also, um, I'm pretty skinny, uh, but actually this is a large just cause I feel like more baggy today, but uh, unlike a normal day, <laughs> what is normal? Uh, when I wear, I'm also wearing like sweatpants and stuff, but usually when I wear jeans, I wear a medium. Um, they don't really shrink in the dryer. I feel like not much, like a tiny bit. I would just go and like measure a shirt that you already have and that you really like. Measure that shirt and then go. I have a sizing chart in the, on the shop and then just kind of see what the next best size is to that. That's what I did actually. And that's what I always do when I order stuff. I just have a measurement of, of one shirt that I love that fits me super well. And then I just check out the sizing charts. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I'm off now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, and there'll be lots more live sessions with us. All right. Awesome. Take care, my friends. Bye.